0: Ayan na. Ayan na, ayan na mga mga ito na tayo, ito na tayo. Sabi ko magpaingat tayo today eh. Pag sabi ko pag usapan na lang natin itong uh, ano ni ano ni Robin Hood at si ano, si Bato, yung mga talagang mga top expert senators natin diyan sana pag-usapan natin yung kanilang cha-cha, etche-boreche, yung mga kung ano mga proposals nila diyan. Yung sana pag-usapan natin katulad ng sinabi natin dun sa uh, Meta natin kaapon yung spontaneous version uh, So sabi ko today sana mag OBS version tayo Pero eto umaga pa lang may nakuha tayong uh, notification dito sa isang bagong article no na sinulat ni uh, Parang Jarius Bondoc So he's one of the most celebrated or at least one of the most prominent columnist sa Pilipinas I think ba si Vice Ganda nag-interview na sa kanya dati, ganun po ang level niya Ako hindi pa, hindi pa ako na-interview ni Vice ganda Pero na-interview po natin si OG OG Diaz, yan, OG o, diba, tayo talaga mo. Ako, OG ako, in original gangster, diba? So, itong kaibigan natin si, ano, si si Joris Pundo Very kindly used to interview me a lot dun sa kanyang radio show Eh, syempre, parang maagayate ang oras sa radio show niya Hindi ko nakabutan, minsan pasensya na lang Tsaka meron tayong exclusivity kasi dun sa... Uh, GMA I think DZBB lang by or something like that anyway uh, so I had a lot of interaction with him. Kasama rin kami ni Jaryus Bondoc noon uh, nagkaroon ng hearings sa Congresso before it sa West Philippine Sea so I'm very impressed by his uh by his thoughts by his by his you know courage of self expression and if I'm not mistaken yung isang article din niya yung sino nila uh, Ma'am Cynthia or was it um uh, but a couple of senators, I think, not, uh, if I'm not mistaken, si know si Tulfo, Senator Tulfo was also citing at uh, one of his articles. Oo kuldun sa issue ng sino are potential involved sa hoarding ng sibuyas, nung talaga at the height of the sibuyas crisis na meron tayo a uh, uh, few months ago. No, so yeah, uh, ako, you know, I don't, I don't dismiss when when Jarius Bundo comes up with interesting articles, etc. Of course, are colonists naman dun sa kabilang sa Philippine Daily Inquirer. Uh, of course, number one lang naman ang Philippine Daily <laughs> <Philippine> Enquirer. <laughs> Pero magaling din ang Philippine Star, diba? Parang ano yan, eh parang Harvard, Yale. Okay, mamaya na mag Magkakalat na naman tayo. No, ito, ito, ito mga kameta ha? so So, sabi ko mamayang gabi, and ito, ito mamayang gabi pag-usapan natin itong Robin Hood Padilla, super expert sa constitutional change. Yung sana pag-usapan natin with Bato, yung pinakamasipag na senator natin, recent memory. But boom, biglang nakita natin, eto may notification doon at eto yung lumabas. So sabi ko, bigyan natin ng pansin yan. And in fact, a very interesting couple of names came out including the name of a former DICT uh, undersecretary and I think at some point even acting secretary, no who also happened to be a military top military official in the past and who happens to be also someone who was appointed under President Duterte, no, back in the day. So hindi ito yung quote-unquote, dilawan or kakamping etc this is someone from, from military background so so i'm talking about the name of former chief of department of information communications and also undersecretary at DICT uh see si General Elicio Rio no junior Eliseo Rio junior now i also wrote about him before because uh, remember yung time na nagkaroon ng controversy when pumayag nung ating uh, sandatan lakas na buksan yung ating mga telecommunications towers or communication systems uh, dyan sa loob ng mga military bases to establishment of uh, Chinese telecommunications company. Diba? Kasi diba na tayo ng third telecom noon, paano ni Duterte. So in that context, I was researching a lot about DICT, and yung plan ng DICT, how to make sure na hindi compromise yung communication channels natin, hindi makakaron ng backdoor dun sa ating um Communications, Critical Infrastructure. So yung pangalan ni General Rio, Elicio Rio, actually Junior, uh, kept on popping up in 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 popping up in the research I was doing back then. And then now suddenly, nung I was going through the notes, biglang boom, lumabas naman yung pangalan niya. So basahin natin mga kameta ito, because this is an interesting thing. Again, huh? let me first, ganito ang style natin, kameta. Pag-usapan muna natin what is in the news right now na mahalaga, at least para sa akin mahalaga, at sa tingin ko mahalaga na pag-usapan natin mga kameta. And then let me look at the different sides of this argument and then I'll give my own point of view. No, So usually ganun po in style natin. So ito ah, caveat again, ha, I'm not here to say my uh, I'm not here to say there's a problem with the election proper or results or something. No, I'm just here to discuss it first and then later on examine natin yung different kind of arguments very shortly uh, because may pupuntaan pa tayo. Medyo traffic lang. Uh, we're trying to get through it. Anyway, basahin muna natin itong uh, artikulo ni... Jairus Bundok, uh, labas lang... oh, today yun, di ba? So, kaninang lunchtime lang... Ay, hindi, hindi, kaninang umaga na. Lumabas, 12 a.m. So, ayon sa kanya, Paul Watchdog Namfrel uncovered software flaws in the 2022 automated election. Alright? Comelec ignored its warnings of potential cheating. Oh, hindi ako nag... Uh, daw, post natin niya. Baka mamaya kaka... Again, this is not what I'm saying. Let me be very clear, ha? Let me be very clear. O, oh, e-post natin yung article mismo para... Ma check me on your own na. Oh, I'm just I'm just reading here, mga kumeta. this is not my own argument. I'll tell you about my own argument later on. Okay, ito, abasahin lang natin itong sinabi ni Ito, so retired General Elise uh Comelec ignored its warnings of potential cheating. So Iyon kay retired General Eliseo Rio uh this is another proof that the presidential VP race was allegedly rigged and there were, there has been no explanations from comelec this unfolds while a retired colonel poises impeachment wraps against five paul commissioners for refusing to present records also as the supreme court deadline lapses for comelec to justify such refusal so Namfrel has posted on his website on 89 page final report uh, i think Pahalan, final report 2022 national local elections in pages 22 to 24 detail its discovery of Potential discrepancies. So Namfrel po, ito yung election watchdog na nandun nung panahon pa ni Marcos Sr. No? At sila yung booking ng mga kalakuan ng 1986 and setting the stage, of course, for the walkout and later on, of course, for Corazon, Aquino to take over. So essentially, Namfrel was very much part of the uh, popular revolt against the former dictatorship. So, uh, so this is, hindi ito basta-basta grupo lang. No? Hindi ito yung mga nag-pop up ng last year or biglang dating consultants biglang nag survey agencies. Hindi yung mga style. Alright? So, I, Rio has been questioned. So this is General Rio, former acting secretary of the ICT, former undersecretary of the ICT, former top general in AFP, uh, former appointee of President Duterte. So Rio has been questioning the deluge of 20 million plus votes for president and VP an hour from balloting's and last May 9. Physically impossible, the electronic communications engineer says. Because he engineering an engineering background. I think electrical engineering if I'm not mistaken. At their close at 7 p.m. on May 9, the 107,345 precincts had first to complete nine Comelec steps before transmitting VCM counts to the transparency survey. The nine steps take more than 30 minutes. Longest is the VPN printing of eight copies of all the votes of all candidates for president, VP, senator, part list, congressman, and local positions. Rio was secretary of information communication and thus Comelec advisor, Committee chairman for the 2019 election. So hindi lang siya former top uh, officials at DICT under President Duterte sharing po ay kasama sa advisory committee ng COMELEC no siya, siya po yung chairman ng advisory committee dun sa COMELEC for the previous election in 2019 for 65 years to put things into context it explained explain ni Jairus the National Citizens Movement for Free Elections, or otherwise known as Namfrel, has led voter education, election monitoring, and quick counts. It was Comelec's overseer for a random manual audit of the 2022 results. It was among many reviewers of Comelec's 2022 preparation. All right, so I suggest you guys go and read this. There are more and more details here. Pag-check yan, ko rin yan. Now, there's an interesting, I think, back and forth here. Let me just post also some background because a few months earlier, again, there were some concerns raised. By the uh, former top DICT generals, I I suggest you guys check it. Again, everything we say yeah. mga kameneta is based on facts, based on data, based on news. So ito po, so ito uh, yung si, General Rio, Engineer Rio. Ito uh, yung sinasabi preserve Paul transmission logs. No. So if there are any concerns about the credibility of the transmission process, you have to have some uh footprint. No? Oh, and one of the ways to detect the footprint is to look at the logs. No, so now there are concerns whether accessibility of these logs and other kinds of important footprints markers uh, is intact. No, so yun ang yun ang criticism na sinasabi nila. No, so just to put things in context, I'm going back again to argument ni ano ha? I'm going back again to, arg- uh, to duns sa article ni Gyrus. Sorry about this. Yeah. Eto, eto. So ayun sa kanya, ito, the Comelec posted the hash code in its website in February 2022 for Info Technologies Pursua. As safeguard, it is printed on the diagnostic report from VCM startup. Namfrel's IT team noticed something wrong during election's end-to-end demonstration of the election system on March 22, 2022. The VCM system hash code shown during the demo did not match what was published ...during the second final trusted build ayong and Namfrel's IT team. Namfrel emailed Commissioner Marlon Casquiejo about it the next day. No reply. Instead, Comelec posted on March 24 on his website as supposed admission by his international certifier Pro-VNV of human typographical error. So, typo lang daw yung nangyari. Namfrel again wrote on March 25 seeking five documents. Those pertain to Pro-VNV encoding in compliance with hashcode code protocols. It sought independent verification. Again, wala daw reply ayon dito sa article ni Jairus Bondok. So, eto yung kino quote niya from Namfrel. So, ito po yung sinisabi ni Namfrel. The process of building components into a system which included the generation of the system hash was never shown publicly aside from the VCM uh, system hash. No other hash codes were shared for public check. Without the system hash generation in full view of stakeholders, the source code that Namfrel saw, ito yung word, the keyword source code, and reviewed could be different from what was used by the VCMs on election day In layman terms, I think sinasabi Namfrel This software used on the VCM on election day could have been edited Okay, ito po yung sinasabi ng Namfrel Okay, flimsy Ayon sa Namfrel chairman Lito Averia uh, describe nyo in an interview Yung alibi na typographical error lang daw yon. Medyo ano daw, hanash lang yun Comellex multi uh, b- multi million dollar contractor shouldn't have manual encoded the hashcode. code gyros for accuracy, IT professionals simply copy and paste it to website or other electronic documents. I very came upon the hashcode discrepancy minutes into the Comelec demo, right? Flimsy. Yun din ang word na ginamit ni R- uh, General Rio in a separate interview. Lawyer commissioners should lawyer commissioner shouldn't have believed pro-VNV, Yung explanation na typo lang siya. They should have tried to understand. The technology So uh, just to be clear Once AFP Deputy Chief po yan, si General Rio for So Deputy Chief siya ng AFP For Research and Development So ito matalinong tao yan Engineering background uh, sa kanya The flood of results by 8.02pm uh, election night Was meant to condition voters Okay, medyo ibang nito <laughs> okay. Pasayin ni na yan, all right? So major next level yung claims dito Medyo next level yung claims dito I am a retired Colonel Leonardo Odono. Uh, you know, uh, in the exercise of my constitutional right of access to information, measure my my concern shadon uh, ignored since November. Uh, well, para sa akin, there is a concern about quote, a conspiracy of silence. So, in short, may mga unexplained gaps Jan, at the very least, and therefore there is growing pressure, at least call. On uh, you know on the Supreme Court and other organs of the state to step in and kind of provide general understanding of what's going on there. Is it a flimsy ba or legit by explanation on some of the discrepancy that was explained? Cause yung is some possibility Dao, Dao, again, Dao, I'm I'm just explaining this. Dao was yung source code I potentially edited. Whoa, okay. So mga kameta Tignan natin kung saan papunta itong kaso na ito kung sa Supreme Court etc Obviously Some would argue that Mutan academic na issue Dahil andyan na yung presidente Tapos na Nag move on na mga tao And ba ang joke dito sa Pilipinas is Walang natatalo sa Philippines Either nadayaan ka Or I mean it's it's not a laughing matter But sometimes I mean Hello <coughs> 2016 <in> election <coughs> um Either nadayaan ka Or legit na nanalo ka Or whatever Something like that Okay Now Okay now this is i'm just i just said what's out there okay balikan natin yan mga kameta don't worry about it but let me get back to this mga kameta because ito kasing concern ko mga kameta okay if you want to run that argument so in principle you could argue that of course certain discrepancies have to be properly explained and commission elections have to be absolutely clear about these things and provide a really credible authenticated you know objective answers and explanations Para walang bahit na duda Now, one issue here mga kameta is this For a long time the opposition has been raising concerns about the counting process But the thing kasi mga kameta is no less than the leading opposition or leading alternative to Marcos or Uniteam Lenny Robredo, her camp did not object the results, final results. So this is from May 24, 2022. You can read it yourself. So presidential candidate, uh, Vice President Leni Robredo will not raise any objections on all certif- on all certificates of Canvas COC in the recently concluded general elections her camp said on Tuesday. So this is May uh, weeks into election uh, after the elections. No? So yung camp mismo nila, walang sinabi. So si Makalintal, si attorney Makalintal, Romano Makalintal, Again, sir we we interpose no objection to the inclusion of all the certificates of canvas for the president from the various provincial and city boards of canvases found uh, canvassers sorry boards boards of canvassers found by this honourable board to be authentic and duly executed. So, ito eh, yung canvas mismo nilenya eh, hindi na raise any issue. In fact, they didn't raise any issue at all about all of the canvases. So that is one concern here. So uh, so. And of course, this was welcomed by the Marcos camp, they, that they, they, they lauded it as a positive development. Sabini, well, dating spokesman in Marcos Jr., Civic Rodriguez, we would like to recognize and thank the patriotism exhibited by Vice President Leonardo Breda for recognizing the integrity and result of the recently concluded general election. So this is one issue, Mahometa. If, if there were really serious problems and the concern about, uh, you know, vote count and alleged irregularities this was raised on the very day of election why weeks later you don't you you had the camp, the leading opposition candidate not raising a direct concern yun yung isang issue dito mga kameta you explain it to me i don't know i'm sure mas my alam pa dito but that's my point there's another thing we have to keep in mind mga kameta oops but ako nang wala wait lang uh, wait lang ha, mga kameta alam ko nang miss niya ako kay eh, balik ko yung sarili ko saan ba ako okay once Okay, mama, mama, mung may Okay, may mama ngay sa likod. <laughs> One second. Ito, mga kameta. One second. Balikan natin itong issue nato. Peta ko na wala. Hindi. Eto, eto mga kameta. The other thing say is, if you look at the surveys, I'll go to the surveys shortly, no? The thing is, ang taong bayan rin, mukhang more or less nag-accept. And more than more or less. I mean, look at the survey, for instance, more than four out of fil- four, five Filipinos accepted the result of the elections. By So this is the survey that came out by July. I think it was taken June siguro, the month earlier. So, so, result so, election so that's why I'm saying there's politically you can say this is moot and academic. I'm not saying there's no value in pushing for clarification of this issue. I think there's perfectly a reason for doing that. If indeed there are certain discrepancies or unexplained issues, because after all, uh, this could be a problem in, in, in succeeding elections, right? In dealing like in previous elections. So this is not only retrospective, it's also prospective. You no, know? uh, But the thing is, politically speaking, the camp of Len Robledo has accept, accepted the result. Majority of Philippines have accepted the result. Unless you're, you have a conspiracy theory that all survey agencies were also joking around. Because the thing is that 31 million that came out is not too different from what was coming out in most of the surveys I saw, including surveys by people I personally trust, right? Now, hindi natin pinag dito yung mga Google Trends, yung mga bagay. Alright? So, this is the thing. Now, for me, what is not mutan academic, and I think what it should be paid more attention to, which I surprisingly don't see the opposition paying as much attention to, especially mga key figures, thought leaders ng opposition, is this, mga kameta. And I got to know this because I had a number of... Uh, re- Ang dami kong mga na-attend na speaking engagement after elections... In one of those talks in Bangkok, although I was joining them via online, one of the election watchers had a big concern about the elections, not the count part, because this is my thing, we're too much focused on the count part, which is downstream of the election process, but we have to also look at the midstream and the upstream. And you look, when you look at the midstream and upstream, you're looking at cheating prior to the voting process. So I think the one problem in the strategy of the some of the critics is that they're too much focusing on the count part, and then we get into IT issues. But what is a serious problem is the pre-voting process, the pre-voting allegations of cheating. So vote buying DAO is really, really the big problem, big flaw. I the group nato. So uh, let me just read the result, uh, the report, the international election observers mission report published on its website on August 18. So I think Asian Network for Free Elections Said that the commission elections composed at the time of appointees of then President Rodrigo Was able to conduct quote, Largely peaceful and technically sound election Despite a number of shortcomings Alright Let me Ito ah Sa Rappler pa to, ha. Okay ha. Okay, ha. okay ha. let me let me bring out the exact quote para mabasa nyo Alright So eto, so ayon sa observer na technically sound, meaning yung accusations by Namfrel perhaps are not as solid or perhaps Namfrel has an information that these guys didn't have. So ayon sa kanila, again, uh, the elections was largely peaceful and technically sound despite a number of shortcomings but it looks like the shortcomings were not sufficient to dis- dis- uh, discard the result. Ayon sa kanya, election management, the remains of a better quality than most Asian countries even though we can witness a concerning backslide in transparency that needs to be addressed. Uh, and that's where I say exactly, we have to have more transparency, especially in source code, other technical issues. Now, on election day, the failure of hundreds of vote-counting machines and related XD cards not only highlighted the age of the material used but also poor contingency planning, communications, on the part of the COMELEC. Now, one bigger concern though they raised mga Kameta, is vote buying yun daw yung mga lalanganin no so let me show again ang mga kameta let me show again the tong report para basahin niyan ito ah mga kameta so ito check it out what they're saying here eto yung parating mong sinasabi, Walang na, wala naman nakikinig. Sabi ko, yun ang dapat i-focus natin, yung issue ng vote buying is very, very serious. Ayon sa observers, they reported that the going rate for a voter was usually between 100 pesos and 2,000. Para medyo mura parang mga nariniko, way more than that up to 15,000. Anyway, per candidate, in the areas they were deployed, depending on the position and competitiveness of each elections. This can quickly add up when several candidates for different positions offer cash to voters, who often see the election period as a way to collect some extra income, ayon sa group na no yung Incumbents were more often seen to benefit from such malpractices, but the impunity afforded to those who violate campaign finance laws ensures that all sorts of candidates and parties engage in vote-buying. So, ito yung mga evidensya na nilabas nila. Uh, yung mga, diba? Ito yung mga ito, diba? Ito yung mga pinostpost nila dito, mga kameta. Na mga evidences, etc. So, I really suggest you guys read it because for me, ito talaga yung malaking issue talaga sa ating mga eleksyon sa vote-buying. And this goes back also to the issue of party. Because if you don't have political parties, saan kukuha ng pera? At kung kunin mo yung pera sa mga ibang businessman, oligarchs, o sarili mong pera, then, Alam na natin ang mangyari niyan, diba? Anong magiging kalakaran dyan? Di talagang negosyo-negosyo talaga yan. So ito yung mga pinos nila doon ng mga grupo na yan. So yan ang sinasabi ko na medyo kulang doon sa strategy ng opposition. Why are they not focusing on the issue of outbying? So, ano parang tanggap na lang natin. Y- yung nga sinasabi ko, if you have a concern about the election integrity, don't only look at downstream, look at the upstream and the midstream. And this is really what's lacking as far as election analysis or election integrity analysis is concerned. Nevertheless, mga kameta, let's wait and see what's gonna happen when it comes to this moves to uh, you know to to seek greater transparency pagdating sa election results. So please read atong very interesting article ni uh gyrus na ni Bondoc, no? Pakibasa yan so that you can also follow through and I look forward to more question and answers with you oh, question but in the classroom more interaction with you guys maraming salamat guys I'll keep it here magsalamat magpasalamat lang ako sa inyo very mabilis lang kasi na tanong maalis but I just felt very important na hindi hindi ko na ipaano lang yan spontaneous yan uh, mahalaga talaga na i-OBS analysis talaga natin Para makita niyo talaga yung mga uh, Ano no? Makita niyo talaga yung mga quotations and all Alright? Marami salamat again Marami salamat kay Michael Uy Marami salamat sa kay Mendoza Larry for joining us For Mom Joseph and Lumberi, as always I, I appreciate your inputs I have more to say about this eh, Continue natin yan bukas mga kamayata Because one of the concerns I have is that Erection result contestation denialism Also has For me, uh, some perverse impact potentially on making sure the Philippine opposition is more competitive and we can better fight for the future of democracy in this country. Pero balikan natin yan later on. For now, let let me just say thank you. Maraming salamat. And looking forward to more discussions and analysis with you guys. Salamat.